0: Hey, ¿Qué pasa, Kalexico? Welcome back to the podcast. Um, before we begin, like always, I want to thank my sponsors. Um, thank my, my friends, from Pichoneras, Jake, Jonathan, and Sergio. Thank you guys for sponsoring the podcast. <clears throat> I also want to thank David Gasellum. If you are thinking of buying or signing a home in the Imperial or San Diego counties, make sure you contact David Gasellum 760-235-9576. He's not only a realtor, but he's an investor with over 20 years of experience. And he'll help you along the way with one of your most important investments in your life. Um today we are here at the um Calexico Wellness Center. Um I'm here joined by Blanca Madero and Javier Moreno.
1: Blanca Morales. Morales, sorry about that. Sorry. She said Blanca Moreno. <laughs> Moreno. <laughs> they have called him Javier Morales. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> sorry about that. Blanca Morales and Javier Moreno. Um thank you guys for, for taking some time off and and, and and sitting with me and talking about you know the, the wellness center but normally when before i begin my podcast i like to um have my guests you know tell us a little bit about, about themselves just so the, the listeners know who you know they're listening to
1: well first of all first and foremost i want to thank you for reaching out to me and and taking the time from your busy schedule to want to get to know us here at calexico wellness center i'm blanca morales i'm originally from uh, calexico california i was born in Mexicali. i'm class of 81 I left here in 84 to pursue a career and as a medical administrative assistant and uh, in San Diego. So I've lived in San Diego since 1984. I started my business in 1999, so I do a lot of billing and collections, practice development with single specialty providers. Um, I've done a lot of work with hospitals, outpatient surgery centers. So I've traveled nationwide. Um, so I have a lot of uh, revenue cycle, practice management. I also started working with nonprofit clinics in San Diego and uh, a lot of that background, I love what I do. I wake up in the morning and can't wait to go to work. Unfortunately, I'm a workaholic, but uh, I came here in 2016 and I started working with some doctors. So I got exposed to how healthcare is being managed in Imperial Valley, which is what uh, triggered for me an idea of bringing a nonprofit Uh, Primary care clinic here in Calexico, I did some research, and I saw that there was a huge need of as far as we have a lot of diabetics, hypertension, obesity, asthma, is big here in Imperial Valley. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have a high rate of uh, uh, teen pregnancies here in Calexico. Imperial Valley in Calexico is is the number one. So behavioral health is uh, needed as well too here. So what they do is there's stats that they do with the state and the federal and they take a look at nationwide of what's happening and how much money it's costing the federal and the state and imperial valley is is big so when we did all these statistics and we saw that there was a need in more physicians in imperial valley especially calexico who does not have a hospital since 1998 October of 98 is when the hospital closed down in Calexico. Mm-hmm. And at that time, we had 28,000 people living in Calexico. We now have 41,000 people mm-hmm. living in Calexico without a hospital. So so I got together with a couple of other partners who are no longer with us, unfortunately, and um, and we put together this business plan. Mm. as to open this uh, nonprofit clinic. I also have one of our um, <clears throat> president of, of our board of directors, her name is Hortensia Armandades, she would call me and tell me, she's my classmate, that they couldn't get the kids immunized before the school Because the clinics were just didn't have appointments, or they weren't, you know, people wait till the last minute. Mm -hmm. So, not a lot of kids were getting immunized, or they were missing the first, second day of school Mm -hmm. because of the immunization. So, that was a shortage. So, that's what we do here, too. So, we do uh, sports physicals, we do immunizations, we do a lot of preventive care. So, we do a lot of education on diabetes, uh, hypertension, uh, screening mammograms. We bring a company here from, um, they're in Santa Ana and they come and do the screening mammograms. We There is a state program called Every Woman Counts that'll cover a screening mammogram for free by the state if you're 48 years old and over and have not had a screening mammogram. So our goal here is basically to prevent, to educate and prevent and service the majority of the people. If we cannot for whatever reason, then we basically guide them where they need to go.
0: Okay. What does it mean to be a, a nonprofit um, is it community clinic or what, what?
1: A, a nonprofit clinic allows us to get grants. So it basically gives us an advantage of uh, being able to apply for grants so that way we can provide free services. So if we go out and apply for a grant on um, for immunizations and the patients come here and they don't have any insurance because you still have to pay if you go down to the county, then we can give it for free. So that's what a nonprofit allows you to do, is um, to be able to apply for grants. And then a nonprofit clinic also allows us to um, transition into either a federally health qualified center or a rural health center, where now the federal can also give you grants.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, Would you like to um, introduce yourself as well?
2: Yes, my name is Javier Moreno. I, uh, I'm originally from Colexico. Graduated in from Colexico High School in 1978. I'm also a bulldog like Blanca is. I am from this community. Um, I got involved with Colexico Wellness Center uh, soon after I retired from uh, as law enforcement uh, officer for about 30 30 plus years, and so um, I started volunteering with the Colexico Wellness Center when Blanca was kind enough to invite me and. In. And eventually, I ended up uh, being part of the board of directors.
0: Oh, okay. Good. Um, what are some, some of the major issues you, uh, other than asthma, uh, mm. we all know that, you know, it's impact us a lot because of, you know, the quality of air that we have here. What are some other issues that are, you know, chronic in, in, here in, the, in our community?
1: Diabetes. Diabetes. Diabetes is a, a big one because of how we eat here, <laughs> you know, and the lack of exercise. So it's just our, our cultura. You know, we like to wake up in the morning and eat our tortillas, harina, and, hechas, and our frijolitos, and it's okay. It's just all about moderation. <clears throat> I know when I was growing up here in the 70s, we used to exercise a lot, and I see that that's not around anymore. And I do see that there are several gyms here that is nice to... Uh, that people can go to, you know, before Mm -hmm. we used to ride our bikes and run. (laughs) Yeah. And and walk from, you know, La Garra to Calexico High School Mm -hmm. or Las Pichoneras. And we used to do a lot of walking, and that's such a very good exercise. You don't have to belong to a gym. You can just walk.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, I was talking to somebody about that as well. That You know, back in the days, like, nobody gave us a ride anywhere. Like, we would always walk, and Mm -hmm. no matter if it was 100 degrees or – Right or fifty, like we and would. roller
1: skate. I used to roller skate mm. at Main School because I grew up in front of Main School, and I would ride my bike across town.
0: What do you? Why do you think it's changed nowadays?
1: I think a lot of it has <clears throat> to do because of the cuts that the school district has had. I think back then, you know, it was I, I uh, it was different. You know, just the generation was different. The funds were different, and uh, so we had uh, PE classes. We had to have PE classes. And within the PE classes that um, they used to, we used to compete. We used to compete classroom mm. to classroom, and that doesn't happen anymore. And I don't know what, what, why that changed, I have no idea. But, but that was always nice, because it's always good to be competitive. It's healthy to be competitive. Yeah. So that's one of the things that I was talking to Javier earlier, because we're talking to this gentleman who owns a boxing club, and we want to put something together, as such as like The Biggest Loser, and just create some competition among the adults as well as the kids and then and, and start fighting that obesity because the obesity is what brings in the diabetes yeah the diabetes brings in renal failure you know so all of that just affects your body and uh, your body can only take so much so if we start young and educate at the young ones and then the parents and then you know we can beat that mm-hmm.
0: yeah because i the reason i found out about well i mean i've heard of the wellness center but um most of the most of my guests i find them on instagram mm-hmm. like i'm um, and the Metiche, even though like, who can I interview? Mm-hmm. And I saw that you guys were out in, in an event. Um, you know, I guess talking to the community about you know, the services you offer. And that's how I found out about. You know, that's why I was like, you know what, I'm I'm gonna see what, what they're all about. Um, what are some of the things that, um, when you go out to these events, what are some of the things that you try to, um, instill in, in in the community?
1: So it's something different that we do do here that is not done uh, is outreach. So we go and reach out to the community and we take blood pressures. If we have our provider with us, sometimes we'll plan the health fairs with, like we did a health fair with Las Palmas last year for the flu season. Mm-hmm. Actually, it was during the flu season, so we gave up flu shots, and we did visits with our mid-level provider, our nurse practitioner who was with us. But when the girls are by themselves, they're basically doing high blood pressures. That's what they, they do, those checks. And then they basically let them know what we have to offer here at the clinic, and then we make appointments. And that's how we've been getting our patients, is going out to the community, and uh, we actually can also go on First Street. Uh, we've done a lot of health fairs here. I think our last health fair that we did was when Robert Pozos was in town, Soy Hombre, Soy Sano, we, for Father's Day. We did that one at the Dianza Hotel. Uh, we did a really a big one that Marit um also hosted was the one on in February, which Heart Awareness in February. Mm-hmm. So we w- actually, when we have a provider there, then we can do the, the finger sticks and check their sugar. Sure. So we do the sugar, yeah, the sugar finger sticks and um, the screening diabetes and hypertension.
0: Um, what about for people that like for instance, that I work at the district that I have you know insurance door, can I come here too like to get my, my checkups and all that? Or?
1: Yes, we are actually contracted with Medicare. <clears throat> We're contracted with Medicare, California Health and Wellness, Molina Healthcare. Uh, Blue Shield, Aetna, Cigna, HealthNet were contracted with them. So what that just means is that you can come here, pay your co-pay, and that's all you're responsible for. And then we we accept whatever the insurance is going to pay us according to our contract. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. If people do not have insurance, which there are a lot of uninsured people here, we charge $35 for the visit. And if we do a lab, if the doctor decides they need a, a, a lab work, which most of the time they do, then those are... Um, another $35. It's about $70 for the total visit with no insurance.
0: Do you feel that a lot of our, you know, people from our culture don't go to the doctor because they're afraid of, you know, medical bills? Like, later on, we're like, oh, you know, they get this big bill and, you know, they're Yeah. So they rather be like, you know, I'm not going to go to the doctor.
1: That is actually, yes. There are a lot of people here in the community that um, don't have the money. They, they're poor. They actually don't have the money. They're in between the system. They don't qualify. They're homeless. We have homeless here, too. We've done a homeless health fair here, too. Um, so you have the people that are can't afford the insurance. You know, they're kind of in between. And, um, and so they rather not spend the money or can't spend the money, don't have the money. But, I mean, we've done some pro bono work, too, with the um, neighborhood house. So we've taken care of a couple of kids there. So yeah, there is, that is one reason why they don't go to the doctor or they go to Mexicali. Mm. A lot of them do go to Mexicali because they're used to it. That's just what, we're, you know, what we've are what we done here. And even myself, my mom used to always take all of us to, to Mexicali and she had insurance. Yeah. Um, is that they were comfortable. They're used to going there. We have family there. So we visit the family. But one of the things here that I want people to remember is that when you go to Mexicali, Um, It's okay if you're going to go for something that's acute, but if it's something serious, we did have a patient that went to Mexicali and was diagnosed with uh, colon cancer. So he decided to come here with us, and because we met him on First Street when we're doing outreach, and uh, we actually scheduled him with our gastroenterologist, Dr. Hassanin, who's also a liver specialist, and uh, he went ahead and scoped him, and he did not have cancer. He had diverticulitis. So you, it's always good to get a second opinion, yeah. whether you're in Mexicali or whether you're here in El Centro and Brawley, is, uh, is just get a second opinion. Mm-hmm.
0: Do you guys have, um, like, is there things that you're specialized in here in, in the clinic?
1: Uh, we're primary care, internal medicine, but we have cardiology, we have gastroenterology and liver specialist, and then um, we also have now an orthopedic that will come to our clinic, and then we have a geriatric that will come to our clinic. So um, actually just talk to a neurologist who's willing to come also to our clinic. So that way we can self-refer within each other and we don't lose that patient because that's the big thing that happens is that you refer patients out. Here in Imperial Valley, we're short doctors. So in order for our patients to be referred to, let's say a gastroenterologist, it's gonna take them three months to be seen. So, uh, So we bring the gastroenterologist here once a month on Saturdays. Okay, also oh, we open. We're open on Saturdays once a month for the gastroenterologist. Okay, just mm-hmm. for that.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, um, I think I read it on, on the website, or I think it was on Facebook that you guys do home visits as well.
1: Yes, yeah. we do home visits. That's also something different, and we also do telemedicine, mm-hmm. so telehealth. So if uh, the patient comes here and we need to, that we don't have a provider that say for today, I can contact our doctor and say, listen, we have a patient here. Can you we dial in? And it's basically like a what do you call it? it's a looking at the patient through the video? Okay,
0: kind of like FaceTime, kind? like FaceTime, uh-huh. yes. oh, but it's okay.
1: called telehealth. Telehealth, okay. telehealth. So we do telehealth too.
0: Okay, that's that's yeah. that's good to know. Yes. Um. So, in call the insurance, um, do you think that um, it's important for you guys to like uh, gain the trust of the community? Like when it comes to like providing healthcare, you know, sometimes the people feel like, oh no, you just because I, I guess I I hear a lot of um. Um, like old, your your tias or your grandma saying like, oh no, he just tells me I'm, I have this or that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they feel like they're just getting diagnosed with, you know, diseases just to get, uh you know, for the doctors to, you know, cash in or get money. Do you think that, you know, people need to like be a little bit more stressful when it comes to, you know, coming to the doctor?
1: Well, I think that they need to be more educated. And conscientious because one of the things that we do different here is that we educate them on what they're eating because a pill is not going to fix everything Mm -hmm. okay so that's one thing that our doctors are not pushing pills we don't have farm pharmaceutical reps coming here giving us lunches every day because basically they want us to prescribe their pills so one of the first things that uh, i know dr Lichtenstein is very very big in um cutting out the carbs Okay, so you have high blood pressure, if you just change the way you eat and you exercise, you don't need that that pill to fix your issues, because then after a while you get immune to the, the medication. Mm. Some patients, they want it that way. They want the easy way out. That's okay. But um, that's what's different between us and, and other clinics. I think that earning the trust of the community is super important The people here are used to seeing their doctor for the past 20 years, mm. and they want to see that same doctor and they love their doctor and that's okay. But if you have to sit there four to six hours to be seen, that's not okay. Mm -hmm. And that's what we tell our patients.
2: And for me, as part of the board members, uh, also as as a point of reference, just so you understand what I'm saying, is is that as part of the board member, uh, we provide insight and and advice to the CEO, which is Blanca. So going back to the original question is, do we go out there in the community? I'm actively, I'm very active with my community. Mm -hmm. I show up in all events. I've, cause I, because I want to know I want to put the name out there and so going back to as, far as part of this what do we provide here uh, I can think about uh, preventive preventive health care which is which is a huge thing around nowadays so you want you want to you want to do that by 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 offering services like uh, physicals exams and and cause of testing so also, the nutrition aspect is very important uh, mm-hmm. of that because you wanna you want to uh, prevent uh, diseases or chronic diseases from going even further, right? Yeah. Um, so that that is that's part of something that that I do when I go out there and talk to people is go to go to the Collective Wellness Center, where I pre, a preventive care a healthcare mm-hmm. organization where we're not only gonna well we'll 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 see you if you have a a, a, a a health issue, but what's a big thing right now for us is preventive care. We do that by by networking, by doing health fairs. Uh, so we can catch those diseases before it become more, more complicated. Yeah, yeah, and
0: I mean, it kind of um, you're doing the opposite when, in terms of you know diagnosing people. You're trying to prevent right. the diagnosis yeah. of, of a disease. Educate well, also them. also
2: you have a healthy community and the community just thrives, right? Mm. What's well, one of the things? Security. Everybody's care about security, but also health is very important. We have people are healthy, people work longer, and then be able to enjoy the lifestyle, and you have a healthy community. For the same reason but, mm-hmm. so we be, that's our model here we believe on that the moral directors believe on that you know having a very self safe uh and healthy community
0: mm-hmm.
1: having mm-hmm. a balance you know balancing your life with with your i know we all go to work but okay how, what are we gonna eat how are we gonna eat is how you're gonna feel you know did you exercise not exercise time i go out running with my dog i feel much better that same day but that also released a lot of the stress and not thinking that you have to take some anxiety pill to get rid of the stress. You know, if you just eat the right things and exercise, it all comes together.
0: Yeah. Um, how do you, do you feel that, um, you know, since our community is, you know, there's a lot of poverty in our community, do you feel that the fact that, you know, we we, we can go to a fast food place and get a burger for a dollar? Um, you know, people think that it's cheaper to, you know, buy, go buy that burger instead of going to grocery store and buying vegetables which might be a little bit more expensive do you think that has anything to do with you know
1: oh absolutely i mean we can't compete with the big marketers the marketing you know mcdonald's is out there marketing all the time and uh then you have carl's jr but you know we also teach the patients how they can shop you know if you take that ten dollar bill you're going to get a lot with those ten dollar bills At the grocery stores, and that's one of the things that we want to provide down the road when we have a full time promotora here where we can do classes, we can actually, you know, we can do them now, we just have to make some time to put that into this is our our coming into our second year of being here in Calexico but uh, but that's one of the things that is part of our, our model is to do group classes on how to go grocery shopping with $10. And I think that you have to go through a fast food. That's quick and easy. And Actually, if you think about it, it's really not that quick anymore. That's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> not fast anymore. Yeah. But um. But it's easy. But yeah, definitely, we are looking into putting that as part of our services to create group educational classes, not just for how to go shopping, but also for a, a group support. Like for example, the seniors. We do work a lot with the seniors. We've actually have gone out and promoted our clinic with the seniors because. You have a lot of seniors that are now geriatrics that are falling into dementia, dementia and, and, uh, Alzheimer's. But you now have to deal with the family. Now we have to educate the family to help them understand why and how it is that they're acting this way. Cause my dad passed away of Alzheimer's a couple of years ago and I was so worried about my dad that the doctor says to me, you have to worry about your mother because your mother's the one who's suffering, your dad already is lost, You know he's gone, yeah. he doesn't know. So those are the kind of things that we have in the city of San Diego. We don't have that here. So that's something too that we wanna start doing group sessions and putting together like Alzheimer classes. We wanna work with the community center. We did a diabetic diabetic, diabetic education in, in the Calexico uh, Community Center. So those are the things too that we want to also start promoting. <clears throat>
2: I think education has a lot, like Blanca was saying, uh, and I think uh, the I'm not generalizing, but I think the most of the people here, is what, what's 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 a, what's a healthy food versus junk food? I think most people here will choose junk food, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Probably because it tastes better, it's greasier <laughs> and crunchier. Yeah. Then, but it's more, it's more than that. I think it's more, it's it's it, what's this what this uh, food is going to do to me and to my body, and what it, the, what the results are. I think people are not really familiar or they didn't really know what's. The choice of foods they have out there, but mm. obviously that's what we that's what we want to uh, emphasize here, and we do it by nutrition, by nutrition, uh, by classes, by educating the public. So when they do make that choice, are they going to go get the junk food, or are they going to go health healthier food. And if they are, what are going to be the good consequences of eating healthy? Right, mm. your blood pressure is going down. You're, di- you're not even being as diabetic. So it's important to people, and they see. They think it's a culture thing more than anything else. Mm-hmm. So we're making that change here by by promoting those those healthy choices
0: yeah and sometimes I feel that it's you know it's, um in my house we have my wife and myself work so like sometimes it's like just you know you get home and it's like ah you know let's we have something quick and mm-hmm. so sometimes like when we try and and um, eat healthy we'll just prep something like the night right. before and so just you know taking the time to, to I guess also like um planning ahead is kind of a, a Right. A way to go through um you know kind of educate the people how you can plan ahead and and meal and meal prep, meal prep mm-hmm. for the whole family for a week or for a couple of days so that you're not in a hurry all the time
1: right so because we're always in a hurry yeah.
0: <laughs> in,
2: in the long run you end up paying more if you get sick than if you make the sacrifice before you know mm-hmm. i think so but
1: it's yeah. all about moderation i yeah, mean it's okay moderation. every now and then but it's again moderation mm-hmm. you know i mean my husband and i every now and then we'll treat ourselves to a pizza because We're really not supposed to eat it, but.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, I don't want people to think that they have to like suffer and oh my god, because it could be stressful for people, it's it could cause stress. It's like, you know what, it's okay, relax, just you can have that carnesale, just have a little bit, but not you know, a big old plate,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, it's stressful and it's hard. I mean,
1: it is because it's discipline, yeah, you just have to discipline. It's like anything and everything that's good for you, you have to discipline,
0: yeah. Yeah, but um, so can you tell us a little bit about the doctors that work here?
1: Yes. So we have Dr. Lichtenstein that has been in family practice for like over 40 years, and he's the one who is very, very good with um, the diabetics, the diabetes patients. He's mainly into the seniors and the geriatric patients. He focuses on hypertension and um, and diabetes. That's really his main thing, and also addiction medication. That's another thing too that's happened a lot with our seniors, our geriatric patients, is that they've gotten addicted to, uh, you know, medication that was given to them for anxiety or stress, or, you know, um, so he's, he, that's one of his specialties. We have Dr. Uh, Philip Dickinson is our medical director. He's actually in our clinic as a primary care doctor, but he's actually a general surgeon. Um, and then he's the one that was part of putting together this, this clinic. Uh, he actually has volunteered a lot of hours with this clinic, with our with all of us, including Javier. And then we have Dr. Um, Vitaly Eisen. He's a cardiologist, and they, he him and Dickinson have been in practice for over 20 years now. Um, then we have uh, Dr. Hassanin, and he's been in business closer to 40 years, and he's the gastroenterologist and the liver specialist, and he deals a lot with fatty livers, and um, and so those are the main ones that are here now. We've got a couple of other doctors on the sidelines that want to come, like a neurologist, and we have an orthopedic doctor as well. But, um, but yeah, so we have.
0: So, yeah, there's a variety of, of mm-hmm. specialists that-,
1: that come here. Mm-hmm. And they love coming here. They like it, number one, there's no traffic to come <laughs> here from San Diego. And number two, they just love the people here. This, the people here are so nice. Yeah, yeah we so are. They, they love our – yeah, just the atmosphere and, mm-hmm. you know, the cultural here. they really appreciate that. And these are doctors that are here to be doctors and not here to make themselves millions of dollars. And these are the doctors that I've known for many years through my business in San Diego. And when I came up with this idea and I mentioned it to them, they were all gung-ho about it. So they've been very supportive.
0: So where do you see um, or what are, what are some of the big plans that you guys can think of, you know, for the wellness center that you guys hope?
1: Well, we, one of the big plans and one of the goals for this clinic is first we start off with a small little nonprofit clinic and then you start building from there. So what would be good to have is to have, um, an outpatient surgery center. That would be great to have there. And so if we can build from the little nonprofit clinic into an outpatient surgery center into a 24 hour observation room, then eventually you guys can have your own hospital here. But it's going to take a lot of work with a lot of people. And that's one thing that's been challenging here for me is that um, not a lot of people have welcomed me or us here because it's been, you know, people are the in the in the healthcare district here in Imperial County. They're used to doing things a certain way. And, um, and there's no change. No one wants to change. You know, it's hard for some people to make those changes. And uh, so... Us being here has been, I think, um, what's the word I can say? Maybe threatened, threatened them mm. that we're gonna take their patients. But there's so many people here. Yeah. There's a lot more people than there are doctors. Yeah. So it's just a matter of working together. We've had a lot of agencies work with us here in Imperial County when we do health fairs, and that's been amazing. The city of Collective has been great, uh, Collective School District has been great. Uh, we're trying to work with Heffernan Healthcare. And we've, we did do one health fair with them. Um, Centro Civico has been amazing. They're the ones that were working with the asthma. Okay. So we're actually referring them patients. And they're educating our patients and their families and their homes. Um, but, yeah, that's been challenging. There's, we have not been welcomed, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, and like you said, um, there's more than enough. There Unfor- unfortunately, there is more than enough mm-hmm. people that need the care right um i think that's something that i I was talking to one of my guests is that um uh, that you know i don't know why it's there's this competitive i mean like you said competitive competition is good but when it comes to like things like this you know it should be you know we're all part of you know trying to keep people healthy and alive so i mean i don't know it's, it's it's
1: it's yeah it's taking care of the people it's the, you know, being competitive is healthy, but being territorial, that's not healthy. And that's what it is, is they're very territorial on what they've been doing for the past 40, 50 years. I mean, some of the doctors have passed away, but the doctors that are still around um, and are here are very territorial and are scared to probably change their lifestyle. And their lifestyle is an expensive lifestyle. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the doctors that I bring here, because they want to be doctors, they're not with three four million dollar homes they want to be they want to save people's lives so that's the difference i think if you're in it for that you're fine if you're in it for other reasons for the money there's no money in healthcare. i'll tell you that right now there isn't people tell me you're going to go to school to be a doctor i'm like ooh, okay (laughs) (laughs) what kind of doctor do you want to be (laughs) but if you're going to be in it to think you're going to go make a lot of money that's that's false Mm. that's a fallacy nowadays yeah unfortunately it's too bad because they go to school for 13 years and they have to pay a lot of money for the malpractice it's expensive to be a doctor Mm -hmm. and then people think that they just are rich and that's not true yeah but but they're good people i learned a lot from them i mean it takes a special person to be a doctor so a lot of respect for from me to them that they're doctors so Mm. i work well with them in that sense we respect each other
0: so um why do you why did you do you feel you, that there was a need for this here in Calexico?
1: Um, I actually worked with a, a group that was here had a clinic in Calexico, and they were um, first of all leaving patients outside when it was one hundred and thirteen degrees because they closed for lunch for two hours. So they the way they were practicing medicine it wasn't how I agreed like I didn't agree with it, and um, and I think that. Um, just how things were not being ran correctly, and that's one of the reasons why I decided to open up our own clinic. They didn't agree with me, so I said, that's fine. We agree to disagree, and we'll open up our own clinic.
0: Well, that's good. <laughs> that's good that, you you know, I guess you're, you're here for the, you know, good re- like good reasons, and, and um, hopefully people that come here and, and come to the clinic, you know, see that, you know, Yes, and mm-hmm. that's
1: what we how we train our staff and our staff members. As a matter of fact, today they were saying our patients are so spoiled; they always want calling calling us for directions or calling us for addresses <laughs> like ten times. I go, that's because they know we're going to help them. Mm-hmm. And a lot of patients they're lost. These patients get lost in the system, so mm-hmm. we have to take that extra time and say, you know what, this is the address, and this is where we need to go and follow up.
2: Mm-hmm. Especially the uh, elderly population. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think most primary care physicians have have some ability to take care of the the uh, Asian population, but uh, that's when they have those, um, I guess, those treatable diseases or common diseases. But when they get older and, and Parkinson's it sets in, Alzheimer, uh, all the diseases that. Are they to uh, degenerate the brain, right? So, you need, you need geriatrics for that. You need special, specialty for that. Mm-hmm. And how many specialties do we have here in Imperial County or in Colexico? None. Um, so, looking for moving forward for us at the center is that uh, we like to push that. Uh, I know the field feel the same way as being a geriatric program from Colexico. And, and like she said before, we are actually working, uh, collaborating with uh, hopefully uh, in the near future, have some kind of a program with Heifer Memorial Healthcare District. And so m- going forward for that is that uh, population that we have here in Calexico that we, we neglected. And that's the reason why they have those people waiting there at the, for hours and hours because they don't understand, you know, that if they're going to wait there for two, three hours, it's okay because the doctor might be busy. But mm. it's not It's not really that. It's because we need specialties, mm. especially, especially that, that aging population. And here's the thing also, the interesting thing, is that we educate the siblings. Well, they already know what their parents are going through, so they are going to, take care of their issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially with living longer, medication's better, right? So we're getting older, but uh, physically we're okay, but then your mental situation mm-hmm. comes in and then, you know, that's when they're having, they're the falls or they're not, they're not remembering things, you know, mm-hmm. and so that's when they get hurt. Yeah. You know.
0: Yeah, and, and, you know, we do have a big population of, you know, elderly here in, in Calexico. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of apartments that are, you know, just for senior citizens, you mm-hmm. know, here in Calexico, so... And because mm-hmm. I work across the, um, I work on, at the high school. So there's, um, what's the one? Is it Spud Moreno? is the one that's, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So there's, you know, there's always like at least once a week, there's an ambulance there. Right. So, you know, and it could be like, like you said, like they're elderly, they fall down and they break something or, you know, it's, it's, you know, care that, you know, they need 24 hours and and you know basically don't have it here
1: yeah we don't we don't have that we definitely don't have um we don't have a hospital we don't have long-term care facilities here we don't have skilled nursing facilities here and you know the families are taking care of their loved ones right now and and that's a lot that's a lot on the families we we did it but I also had more resources in San Diego with my dad it came to a point where like we needed to now put them in a 24 hour care right. And uh, and I can pick and choose in San Diego. Here you can't. You're pretty much stuck if you have one. Mm -hmm. You're just stuck with one. And not anybody can drive to San Diego. I was very fortunate that because I moved there that I would take my parents to to their doctors in San Diego. Even though my mother was used to going to Mexicali and seeing her doctor Antiveros, you know, I said, "Mom, you gotta start coming to San Diego." And they saw all their specialists there. But not everybody can afford that, and yeah. that's another reason too why I wanted to do this is that there are people here who can't afford to go down there. Now, if we do refer a patient to San Diego because we just can't get the patient fast enough in a special in a specialty provider here, yeah. we do have um, the health plans provide transportation, so we yeah. get them transportation. Okay. And there's also a transportation system that we work with here in, in Pro Valley that also takes the patients. Yes. So we make those arrangements. Okay, that's good. Yeah.
0: Good to know. So um, what's one thing that you would like the community to know about um, the Colexico Wellness Center?
1: Well, I want them to know that we're located at 420 Heffernan Avenue, Suite D, and our phone number is 760 9126, and I want them to know that we accept walk-ins, we accept the majority of the insurance companies, and we're here to help them to be proactive with their health, any kind of questions that they need, or if we don't have the answers, we'll get the answers for them and resources for them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So they're welcome.
0: Anything else, Anything you would like to... As, as a
2: board director, I, mm-hmm. I, I, I collaboration with all the agencies here, you know, the community, the... Uh, stakeholders in the community of obviously the, the city government uh, the other uh, um, doctors are in, that, that work here in this in this city uh, and in Pearl County in general yeah, mm-hmm. Pearl County Health Department, we have our health yeah it's called collaboration
0: yeah. um, anything anything that we missed that you guys would like to add before we
2: no I, I can't think of anything just uh, thank you for the opportunity.
1: Um, yes. Thank you for coming and visiting us and putting us on your amazing show. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And uh, and whatever we can do to support you and collaborate with you as well, too. We're here to give. St- we actually collaborate with people in Colexico first. So any businesses or anything we need, we go to the businesses in, in Colexico. We're actually giving our patients an ID card. So if they go to the hospital, wherever they go, they know this is my clinic. Here's my doctor. And beso- behind that card, you're going to have discounts for salads to go and then we have uh who do we we have a bunch of pinkies, hot, dog. pinkies hot dogs so um, we we got pinkies. all the That's businesses to go, together right. and they were so happy so that way they can go and get their discounts. local businesses local businesses yeah. here yeah what we do
0: a lot. yeah i think i saw that on on i think i don't know if it was instagram or facebook that yeah. you know you guys were giving
1: those yeah. those id cards so yeah
2: it's also it's important i think that we we pro- we, pro- we we provide support for those and
1: and develop jobs here that's another thing too. Mm -hmm. develop jobs uh, we work with San Diego State University Mm -hmm. the ROP and um, and we've had students here and they've worked out really good we have a lot of talent here in the city of Clexico a lot of talent
0: yeah yeah and and a lot of the times um, we kind of push them aside because um, we know somebody else that right
1: (laughs) yeah yeah I am actually not like that unfortunately. It's like whoever's a qualified person who's gonna be the smartest, the quickest, hey, that person, it's okay if she's asking questions. It's so there's nothing wrong with her being smarter than me. I'm gonna learn from her too. yeah, so we definitely are here to to promote and develop jobs
0: mm-hmm. yeah yeah because we, so we, I mean, we need yeah we need it and we need that we need I to mean, keep that here yeah yeah well, guys, thank you so much for spending this time with oh, me. Um thank you. um I really learned a lot. I hope the community learns a lot and and they come by and and visit and stay healthy and, and, you know, learn, learn from you guys, um, ways to, you know, stay healthy, um, stay out of, uh, out of the clinics and, in, in a way, you know, cause, um, yeah. but yeah. Stay I out mean, of the ER.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the emergency room. Yeah. And, and I think
0: I, I can say that I'm one of those people that, that, um, kind of.
1: Procrastinate.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm like my mom. She's like, no, I don't want go to go to the doctor cause. I know they're going to tell me I have something wrong and I don't want <laughs> to know. But yeah. yeah, I really need to co- um, come to the doctor and, and I think I'm going to pay you guys a visit pretty soon. Perfect. Um, yeah, thank I want to invite everybody that, you know, look them up on Facebook, Instagram, because, you know, they're out there in events here in the Valley and in Calexico, um, promoting the Calexico Wellness Center. And um, yeah, thank you guys for listening and thank you guys for your time. And um, we'll see you thank guys you. Well, thank you. in the next one. Peace.